G'day punters and welcome to Winning Post Preview Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, May 29. I'm John Barker. Joining me as usual, Dynamite Dan Nuttall and Jackpot Joel Marshall. Well, Dan, we head to Eagle Farm to continue the Queensland Carnival this Saturday. And most interest, of course, centres around explosive Jack's attempt to become only the second horse in history to win four derbies in Australia in the same season. Um, and he's fairly short to, to do so, $2.80 in a big field of 18. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, if you've been like, if you've been with him all throughout this preparation, it's sort of hard to drop off. His win in the, the ATC derby in Sydney was up against, a, I think most would say, a lot stronger field to what he comes up against here. I think this is the easiest of the, certainly the three derbies, um, uh, it's Sydney, Brisbane and Adelaide. <coughs> Look, we know the stable, their runners, they just go from strength to strength along with their up. So I don't think that will be an issue, the fact that he's been up for some time um, in his first preparation. So, look, certainly hard to beat, but I thought at that price, um, there was a bit of value to be had around him. So certainly no shock if, if he wins, but um, just can't have him that short in uh, in this box. And Joel, it's a dual Group 1 card. The other uh, major on the Eagle Farm card is... The Kingsford Smith Cup, over 1,300 metres. Uh, Carnival, of course, rearranged a few years ago. Uh, this is the middle pin of the uh, of the Brisbane Treble, which used to be the Doom at 10,000 over 1,350. But um, just looking at the field, 16 in it, uh, It's uh, you, there's a fair few usual suspects there, aren't there, that uh, go around in a lot of group ones and don't often win them. Yeah, look, indeed. I, I think it's a... I think they'd be pretty happy with the field they've got. You've got your couple of uh, sort of group one, sort of proved group one performers up the top in Trekking and Gitra. Um, you've got, yeah, well, I guess one of those horses you always, you were speaking of is Savatiano seems to go around in a lot of group one. She did get her group one win on the board a couple of runs back. She's just super genuine. And uh, we'll have to excel, a recent uh, addition to a group one winner's list. But apart from that, you've got, uh, yeah, sort of other horses just trying to step up to this level. I think uh, it's good to having Gitra there for Gordon Richards paying the late entry fee. And why wouldn't you? Because, uh, you know, he's only new into his campaign and I thought the way he ran first up was pretty good. So good to see him make the trip there. And I think a dry track too. We've had a couple of the lead-ins on wet tracks, must be noted. So uh, I think a dry track can uh, yeah, see a few improve, namely the one up the top trekking. All righty. We will take you right through the black type at Eagle Farm, and that starts in race three. It's the Mullins Lawyers, Fred Best Classic, 1,400 metres, set weights for three-year-olds at Group 3 level, Dan. Well, plenty of eyes on this race as the short price favourite, uh, Ayrton, goes around. Look, it's hard to unlock from what he's done so far. He's three from three, all in Victoria. The first up win at Caulfield was excellent. He um, sat three wide there, and when Jamie Carr asked him to go, he quickly put them away and, and did it pretty easily on the line. This is significantly tougher, though. Uh, this is a good version of the Fred Best, Best Classic. Um, it'll appreciate up to 1,400 metres, and he's hard to knock. Um, I won't dive in at the price, but he goes on top based on what he's shown. I think there's still plenty of improvement to come. But um, if you're looking for one to beat him, I think the 10 not an option was was huge. A Doombin first up. He missed the start a couple of lengths there. He Sort of doing a little bit wrong at the top of the straight, but once he sort of got the, his mind on the job, he was excellent late and in restricted room, he was um, flashed home into into fourth. Did, his, did well to finish as close 
as he did. Um, certainly improved that run under the belt. Exoboomer, Gelding got plenty of time for. Seldom runs poorly. Um, the wide gate was no help last start, but he kept coming and, and ran on well when third behind the informed Midland. Uh, and uh, in for fourth, I do have Midland, who's yeah, flying this prep three, three from three. Uh, but uh, the nine will be hard to beat, but probably won't be diving at a dollar sixty. Nine, ten, seven, six. Yeah, similar numbers. I'm with nine on top, eight and two. Hard to tip against. You just uh, oozes class. Uh, look, there'll be some nervous moments for those that have taken the three fifty for the Stradbroke a couple of weeks ago because he's been sort of that price for a while. Uh, tough price to take with him not being in the field, but he may well be after Saturday. Look, I've got him on top, and I'm going to play the same way as Daniel. I'll play Quinellas and Exotics and, and maybe a saver on number 10, not an option. I thought he was very good first up at Doom and slow out, and that didn't help, settled back. Took a while to, uh, to sort of build into his gears in the straight, but his last 100 metres was very good. Uh, in for third, number two, Amish Boy. I think he's a, a chance. He's well-placed at the set weights. He's got the group one form against the older horses already. Bit forgiving for the run on the Gold Coast. He sat wide on a wet track. He's got the wide gate again, but I think a drier surface will certainly suit. And seven exo boom had a tough run uh, there at Rose Hill in the English Guineas last time out. And I thought he, the way he kept coming was a pretty gutsy effort. Nine on top for me from 10, 2 and 7. Race four at Eagle Farm on Saturday. Sky Racing Lord Mayor's Cup. Uh, 1,800 metre group three at set weights and penalties, Daniel. It's a good race. He can easily make a case for pretty much all 13 runners in the field. Um, I'm with one who didn't have a lot of luck last start in Vanna Girl. Uh, she contested a pretty hot Hollandale uh, stakes. That form was franked and she got a long way back in the run. She was wide and just didn't finish off uh, like we expect her to up to at this trip last start. She gets onto Eagle Farm, a track she is two for two at. Um, fine draw this time around and um, I think she can. She's a better mare than what she showed last start, albeit she didn't have much luck in running last start. So, um, at each way odds, I can entertain Vander Girl for sure. The one homesman in next, another who didn't have much of a, a great time of it in transit in the Hollandale. He was an Australian Cup winner when second up for last prep. Reloaded. Glad to see him finally add another win on the board. He sat wide there, ridden like the best horse in the race, and, and was just too good for them in a listed grade last start. Up in. Up in um, up in class here, but um, should get every chance from barrier four. And in for fourth, you got the 11, so you win. Um, tracking up nicely this preparation. Seldom runs poorly. 6 1 7 11. Yeah, I'm with eight Lure me in here. He's flying this prep. Uh, I was pretty confident about him in the Scone Cup. He was well found in the market. I thought he may have been double figures, but he opened favourite. Still paid $6, so it was nothing to sneeze at. It was a good, strong win. It uh, backed up his very good, fresh run behind. Rock o'clock and nudge. That's proved a very good form race there at Randwick. Uh, you know, he was second to graceful glamour out to 2,000 metres last prep. Uh, he often settles in the back half, so that's the, the query. But he's had gates 10 and 8 this time in. I think from barrier two, third up this distance, he can settle no worse than midfield. And yeah, I'm pretty confident. Uh, um, with Daniel and that, you can make a case for quite a few here. It's a tricky little race, but... I was happy to step in again with eight lure me in. Five to elicit better than what we saw in the Hollandale. I'm convinced of that. She's a talented mare. Just has to prove herself, I guess, over here in Australia. But uh, there were enough excuses to forgive her that run. One homesman also out of the Hollandale. Didn't have an easy run. Uh, we know his class when he's right. He can bounce back. And 11, so you win. Having a good prep. Hasn't broken through yet. Three placings. But uh, drawn to get a lovely run. And 
And he should be right at his peak now, fourth up. Eight on top for me from five, one and 11. Race five at Eagle Farm is the Brisbane for 2032. Good luck with that. Premier's Cup, 2400 metre group three quality Daniel. Pretty keen on one here in the two, La Donde V, our last start winner of the uh, Warrnambool Cup. Look, he sort of did have the race run to suit. It was um, well rated out in front and entitled to kick as he did, but it was a pretty strong win. The runner up, Harder Prasant, who didn't have much luck in the race and probably would have finished a lot closer to him um, on the line had he got out sooner. But yeah, that horse has cracked the form with, a, with an easy win at Flemington uh, last, uh, last weekend, showing his class there. So. Maps to get a pretty similar uh, time of it in front. Ladon de V, not a lot of speed in the race. He seems the only natural leader. Spirit Ridge will probably go forward as well from that good draw. But Ladon de V should lead this for fun and take plenty of running down. Um, so he's on top for me. Six Rondinella. Big fan of this mare. She just always puts in her last two starts in uh, some very good races in Sydney. Uh, were very good. I guess the slight query. She's 3,200 back to 1,800 metres. But... Um, I don't think they'll um, worry her too much. She's pretty versatile type, and <clears throat> she generally runs well um, no matter the occasion. Seven paths to glory as a win of Zach, over Zaki on the board. Two back. It's obviously stellar form now. And in for fourth, we've got the three, Spirit Ridge. Two on top of six, seven, and three. Yeah, I'm in the same corner with two, LaDon V. I was pretty keen on him at Caulfield second up, and I was disappointed. He was under pressure on the turn and faded out of it. Um just not sure whether he's best, you know, his best might be on tracks with Given It, which we might not get on Saturday. It'll be interesting to see how the track plays. Uh, but that was a good win in the Warrnambool Cup. He did bounce back from that disappointing effort at Caulfield to win. And so, yeah, just hoping he can repeat that sort of performance on a dry track. If he can, he's going to be hard to beat. Seven passes of glory. Daniel touched on how he beat Zaki two back. Had a big weight pull, but it was still a good win. He went to Wagga and bellowed away well. The winner really sprinted home there after stacking them up. So it was a good performance. A uh, three Spirit Ridge, I think Blinkers. Uh, Blinkers did go back on at Wagga, sorry, last time out, and it was a good effort. He had the sixty kilos, as I said, Inverloch stacked them up there. He had to come from sort of just off midfield, so I thought it was a very good performance. He wasn't too far away in the Group One tanker at Wait for Age three starts back, and five Cariff. He's just about ready to uh, to show more now. Well, he did he did show more at Gosford third up, getting to twenty one hundred, fourth behind Polly Gray. Two twenty four hundred now suits and Jamie Carr knows the horse uh, has one on him in the past. Two on top for me from seven three and five. First leg of the quaddy at Eagle Farm on Saturday is uh, race six, the James Squire BRC size produce stakes. Fourteen hundred meters set weights for two year olds at Group Two level, and uh, this one well, there's been some very good horses uh, on the honour roll of this in recent years, and I think the club is fairly keen to get it back to Group 1 status, and uh, as a result, it is, in fact, the richest race on the card at a million bucks. Daniel? I'm going to keep my faith with the Waller Train Colt, Yanis, who uh, just got a long way back first up um, in the Spirit of Boom Classic there, 1,200-metre race, and Took a while to sort of build up, uh, build his revs, but the last 200 metres I thought was very good, running on uh, in the line nicely without threat from back there. Bill Relisher, I support 100 metres. Um, he started in the market that day, first up, and um, just being sort of jump with him and set a little bit closer in running, uh, I think he can um, he can certainly run a big race at big odds, so he wasn't bad behind that stay inside when second up last time in. So Yanis had a price. I'm happy to... Um, uh, load up again after being keen on him first up. 
Prince of Boom in next. Hard to ignore his, his two wins, especially the last start win at listed level. Uh, Thrash, a few of these. Um, and he meets again here. Tiger and Malay, I thought the run was solid last start. He sat wide there, but kept coming. And Port Louis, excellent last start in a group one um, without a whole heap of luck. Um, it's a pretty talented maiden. Uh, what is a good field? I've got 13 on top of three, six and ten. You're right, Daniel. I'm keeping the faith here with one that uh, I've got a fair bit of time for and 14, Miss Hipstar, another shocking gate. She's had no luck with barriers. I'd love to see the rider cold. She just begins so well and I guess that's why they press forward on her, but she was caught wide last time. Yeah, I think it might have been too wet as well, the soft seven there in the Champagne Classic. Uh, they do put a tongue tie on her for Saturday too, so there may have been an issue there. Her first up win was very good in the Del Rallo. I'm convinced the further she goes, the better she'll be, but that could be ridden cold. So you know, I'm a bit up in the air as to what they're going to do with their tactics. I, I would like to see them ride her quiet, but uh, in any case, I think uh, 50 to 1 is a crazy price off one yeah, forgivable run, really, where she started 550. Uh, five Glen Eagles, I'll also be having something on. I think he's way over the odds at $17. I've always liked this Colt. I, I thought he was a Magic Millions player. They, they tried to get him into that race. It didn't quite pan out, but he's since uh, returned for the new stable, David Payne. He's two from two. Went 1,000 to 1,400 at Hawkesbury last time. Never easy to do, but he won well. And Hoover Lucy's franked that form. So I think from a good gate, he is uh, way over the odds. 10 Port Louis. That was one of the biggest goes in a group one I've seen in the Champagne Stakes. I think $26 was available on the Tuesday when they accepted. He was into around 10 or 11, about 15 minutes before the race, and he jumped at five. So uh, it seemed everyone was on him, and it was a big run in defeat. He got a long way back and hit the line. Gee's trial last week was excellent. He can win with any luck, and three Prince of Boom. No knock on him. He backed up six days after the debut win to win a group two. Uh, it takes a pretty handy horse to do that, so he can certainly uh, figure in the finish again. 14 for me from 5, 10, and 3. Second leg of the quaddy and first of the group one at Eagle Farm on Saturday is race seven, Mo and Shondon, Queensland Derby, 2,400 metres, set weights for three-year-olds at group one level, 600,000 bucks, Daniel. Did give criminal defence a little bit of a push um, in the rough habit, and look, he was pretty... Pretty good winner at, at a massive price. He showed a good sprint early in the straight and, and forged clear and was able to hold him off. Uh, that'll much closer in running than he has been in the past. I think that'd been sort of to his detriment. He'd been getting a long way back and um, not having a whole lot of luck in a few of his lead-up runs, but he went forward. Not a lot of speed in that, in that rough hub. So he was able to park forward and and a lovely ride to win there. I think he'll. I think he'll handle the rise to twenty four hundred meters. It gives the impression that he will. Um, and I'm going to put him on top here. At a, at a, he's gone around a big price again. Uh, around, well, not as big as as it was in the rough habit, but he's about twenty six to one here. And I think from a good draw, he'll, he'll um, be drawn to get a nice run in transit with Jai McNeil taking over for Michael Rod. So he's on top. The six, the nine, Senor Toba. Well, he. I know he'll clearly relish twenty four hundred meters. He took an age to get going. In that rough habit, but it was an eye catcher late. Um, the wide gate is a query, but um, look, if you need a little bit of luck at a good ride from Hugh Bowman, he'll be in the finish. Explosive Jack is hard to knock, um, as I said earlier, just can't put him on top of that sort of short price in this big field. But he goes in everything, no doubt about that. And in for fourth, I have the 13, Mr. G. Um, bit of a knockout. I hope he's, he's huge odds in this. I did like his. his, his initial campaign. I thought he showed plenty of talent. He ended up running in a 
Grand Prix Group 3 race at Eagle Farm and, and ran fourth, beating a length and a half. This preparation, his form might not look as good on paper, but I didn't mind the run two back at Hawkesbury. Um, just didn't handle the soft track last start, but gets back on top of the ground, which is certainly his preferred service. Um, I think he's well over the odds, and I think you've got to put him into all your exotics, and this at a big price. My numbers, 6 9 one, 13. Yeah, I too have gone for a roughie here. Number 18, Quiet Michael. He was my best, uh, sorry, my value bet at uh, Rose Hill last week. Uh, thought he needed to win that to sneak into the derby, but he has snuck in with that third placing. It was a very good run last week. He got a long way back. They rode him quiet from the wide gate. He didn't get the runs that the winner got, uh, sort of from the 500 to the 300. He was being held up. The winner was able to slice through, build momentum. I thought he was very good. Probably just peaked the last 50 or so metres, but it was a good run for third. Uh, I've liked this bloke for a while now. He's just starting to improve and get better with each run. I like the fact that Josh Parr's back on board. He rode him to his maiden win at Hawkesbury. I think he's a real blowout hope in the derby. Nine senior Toba. He was good for us a couple of starts ago. As Daniel said, he took a while to wind up in the rough habit, staying at 2,000 and around Doombin, but he was very good late. Eagle Farm definitely plays into his hands. And then the SA Derby, Quinella. Explosive Jack to maintain his advantage over Let's Crack a Deal. I had them the other way, and look, Let's Crack a Deal just had every chance to get past him. Was given a lovely ride by Ben Allen and couldn't quite do it, and he might not get past him again. But those two are certainly winning hopes. 18 from 9, 1 and 2. The other group one at Eagle Farm on Saturday is race eight, TAB Kingsford Smith Cup, 1,300 metres, standard weight for age, Daniel. With Savatiano, she's had a ripping preparation. She looked home the all-age stake and stakes and thought was going to add a, a second group one to her CV, but um, just been by tough holding brought back. Been freshened up for this. She likes racing fresh. Um and I'm happy to stick with her. Been with her pretty much all the preparation, and she's done nothing wrong. So hoping she can add another Group One to her uh, to her resume. She certainly deserves it. We've got Gitra in next. Did have his chance first up. Um, might be a little plain to the eye, but he went into that without a trial. He's a class sprinter. Um, we'll get every chance to run him down at Eagle Farm. Trekking. He's doing his best work late in the ten thousands. Ready now, third up, and I got Vega one in for fourth. 13 on top of 2-9. Yeah, I've gone with the class runners. Uh, found it hard to split the top two, but I've lent the way of Gitra number two. Gordon Richards said before the Goodwood he would have liked another week or two leading into that race. So he uh, just got the opinion that he was a little bit underdone. He was forced wide on the turn. I thought he still tried. He kept finding the line. Savatou Excel had just quickened too well up on speed. So I don't think he lost many admirers of Gitra. Uh, there's not much between him and trekking. There certainly hasn't been in their last two clashes, uh, in the Goodwood and the Everest. Trekking gets a good track, certainly at, at this stage of the week. It looks like being a good track, and that's going to be the key. He's loomed up and just hasn't quite put the race away. He's two runs back from a spell. He'll be peaking third up and dry ground the key. 13, Savatiano, just so consistent and uh, proved Group 1 mare at you know this level. She's going to be... Certainly fighting out the finish, and I couldn't leave out Sever to excel off that Goodwood win. He just seems to be improving and coming right at the right time. Two on top from one, 13, and three. And finishing off the day at Eagle Farm is race nine. Magic Millions, Helen Coglin Stakes, uh, 1,200 metres, set weights and penalties for fillies and mares uh, at listed level, Daniel. Yeah, I got Intrepidatious on top. Um, excellent first up winner. And... Taking a Doombin, and it was her first sort of go at this level. Um, 
want to sort of see how she measure up and thought she was home really. Um, looked to have pinched a race out back Barbie had been bursting to win one was um, excellent and was able to grab her on the line. But <clears throat> I think third up now, Tim Clark on board. She's yeah, a very good front running rider. Um, go forward from barrier four and, and certainly been this for a long way, the nine. So she's my top pick. On the one, Madame Rouge. And next, uh, obviously can run race fresh. She's a very classy mare on her day. Um, excellent behind subpoenaed when first up last time in, in the Millie Fox. The theory, uh, better than the form suggests, his preparation. Hasn't had much luck, first up especially. Um, might have been a little plain to the eye. Second up, I think she's better than that though. And in for fourth, um, got the stout 17, Stella Pauline and wonderful Riri. Um, Sable elected to press onto this harder harder race instead of a, the opening a benchmark race earlier in the day. So um, she's obviously going very well, this preparation. She goes in, in the quaddy as well. 9, 1, 6, 17, 13. Yeah, very tricky race. I've gone with eight blazing miss. I uh, thought she would improve at Doombin last time out. She had a, a good draw, a good run on speed, and she did fight on well for third behind Outback Barbie. There's probably a couple of classier mares than her in this field, but she's third up, so she's right at her peak. She's drawn well again. She can make her own luck sitting close to the speed. So yeah, I thought she'd come up over the odds um, and it's worth a look each way. From the class, number one, Madame Rouge. She nearly won a Stradbroke this time last year. Uh, the second to subpoenaed first up back in February reads well. Dry ground and this distance, she will be very hard to keep out. Two Sierra Sue's got a shocking gait. And you've just got to take her... You know, be a bit forgiving for a, an ordinary summer prep. She came back for two runs, didn't fire. But on her form late last year, she has got the turn of foot to win a race like this. And the stable is absolutely flying. So I think you've got to respect uh, her and keep her safe. And 10, Liar. Well, she's another one drawn terribly, but she's got a big finish. She got Jamie Carr to do the navigating. And uh, she was going really well prior to that Sangster, where she, of course, had that wide gate against her. Uh, but if she gets the break, she can certainly figure in a race like this. Eight on top for me from one, two, and ten. Okay, that wraps up a massive meeting at Eagle Farm. We have heard about the specials, which is uh, Daniel's is Daniel's best race five, number two, Ladon de V, and Value Bet race six, number thirteen, Giannis, and Joel's best race. Four, number eight, lure me in, and value bet race seven, number eighteen. Quiet, Michael. Further south, back to Caulfield uh, for Melbourne Racing, where uh, there's big fields, uh, as indeed there are at all venues uh, this weekend. So it should be plenty of value to be had if you can find a winner. There are various, uh, there's a few heats of the uh, winter series that uh, culminate in July at Flemington at Caulfield on Saturday. Joel, what did you find for us in the way of a special? Yeah, I've made Defiant Dancer my best of the day, race five, number three. I thought it was a very good run uh, off a bit of a break between runs at Caulfield last time out. He came back to 1,200. He battled on well behind <clears throat> the inform open-minded. Stays uh, on the same weight. He's very consistent. Little step up to 1,400 is going to suit. A, a tricky race. These benchmark races always are. So and tricky to always to label a best bet. But he's very consistent. I think he's on the strength of that last run. He's going to be very hard to beat. In terms of my value, I was a bit surprised that uh, he came up as short as he did. I think around $9. $9 uh, race six, number six, significance, considering... 
the old uh, SP profile of 26s and 51s. She's both runs back, but uh, clearly others are thinking, like I am, that he's going to be a big improver third up. Uh, he's had two runs for Peter Moody, 1,700 back to 1,600. That was completely against with 62 kilos. But I thought he was okay sitting wide. He sort of got a bit tired late, but he wasn't disgraced there at Flemington. Third up, 2,000 metres back to 54. I thought he was a big improver on an each-way basis. I'm waiting for the last for my best. Um, pretty keen on the resuming left her, who she tackled um, stakes races uh, at the last couple of starts, and she held her own there. She was second to uh, Perfect Jewel uh, in August last year and had a bit of time off and ran well behind Fiesta at the next start. She's dropping in grade for this. Um, first up for about seven months, I guess, some sort of a little bit of a query, but she does go well first up and Gets in well at 54 kilos. Pretty classy mare on a day. So she's my best. Uh, the value comes up in race seven. The Chris Waller trained Relucent. Uh, dropping down to the 54 kilos. He doesn't win out of turn, this bloke. But he he runs well more often than not. I thought he was very good from a long way back at Hawkesbury last start. He'll um, to get us pretty soft run. Closer to the speed this time around. And he'll be letting him know he's there late. Race seven, number 14. Relucent, my value. Uh, race four, number eight, my best plaquette. Hard to miss the uh, finish last start. And I've gone for the Kiwi first up uh, in Australia in race seven, number six, Osaka, at about seven bucks fifty for my value bet. In Sydney, we head to Randwick uh, for Saturday's action, Joel. Uh, in fact, I think we might get a bit of immunity about our best bet coming up in race seven. Yeah, number three, April Rain, looks the, the standout bet on the program. I think they went up 280, 290. She was quickly into 240 and may even be a bit shorter now. I think that's probably around her right price, 230, 240. She was beaten first up at Gosford as a short price favourite, but certainly not disgraced. She had to sprint from the back. She did loom like the winner and just was outdone late by Stella Pauline, who had less weight. She was fitter. So no disgrace there. I think second up, up to 1,300. She does only drop a kilo for taking on the boys. I guess that's the one, just the little asterisk, you know, one little thing in the back of my mind. But most of these have sort of met their level. I'm not sure if they're going to progress much further than a 78, whereas she clearly can. So she's the best for me. And I'm sticking with the Chris Waller stable for my value bet. Race 8, number 13, Lena's Hero, who's had a little bit of a let-up since winning on Anzac Day. It was a deserved win. He'd been going pretty well since arriving... Back in Australia for Chris Waller. He'd been placed behind Yao Dash and Mr. Dependable before winning that race on the Kensington track. I like the freshen up, and he maps to get a very good run here. Barrier one, 52 kilos, so he dropped six kilos on that last start win. I think you're running a good race at around 7 or $8 each way. Yeah, also with April rain, uh, as you touched on, Barks, not much to add to what Joel said. I well, that form, giving Stella Pauline two and a half kilos and um, only going down, um, uh, not going down well much to her, was was very good form for this, I think. Second up, and beaten second up with her only start and very promising mare. So hard to beat, race seven, number three. Five, I like the three, Rock My Wand. Um, resumed in a better race at Rose Hill, the Denise's Joy, and um, just too, too, back, too far back to threaten there. Um, and I know Joel touched on 
this Phillies when this Phillies chances first up. He mentioned the former instant celebrity at Caulfield. It's excellent form for this. Um, let's just think with that run under the belt, she generally improves into a second up start. Um, she can improve. Like yeah, so rock my wand at a big price um, in race five. My value. All righty. In South Australia, the Metro Racing heads back to Adelaide on Saturday to the Parks track. And uh, no exception to what I was saying before, big fields there. Daniel, have you found a winner for us? I think so. Race six, number 13, fall on a star. I think she uh, is going to end up being the best horse in the race. It was didn't beat a whole heap last start at Gawler, but um, the way she did, thought it was it was extremely dominant win. Um Really good to the eye. <clears throat> I think she's very promising. Drawn ideally here for the good for the informed stable, um, and a race that has a, a long tail. I think so. Um, she can get away here. She's short enough at two dollars thirty, but clearly the hardest to beat on the card. Race number thirteen. The value comes up in the next race. Bet Red um, flying the flag for another informed stable. The Mick Price Mick Kent Junior Yard. That was excellent first up. Um, working to the line nicely. Um, first up, first time in. Second up, form's very good. She's a three-start second up. Yet to miss a place. And it certainly will improve up in trip to the 15.50. Um, seldom runs poorly. Um, 12 starts. Nine of those have been placing. Just needs to win another one. And I think, it, I think you can certainly make a case here at a big price. Uh, race seven, number 11, Bet Red. Any thoughts on Adelaide, John? Uh, I would uh, echo Daniel's sentiments with Bet Red. I quite liked him each way. He had a pretty consistent campaign last prep. Thought the fresh run was good. Certainly have something on him each way. And uh, if he gets up, maybe all up and into the stable made in the last race, nine, number seven, Rock of Kryptonite, who's always showed stacks of promise through his jump outs and trials as a two-year-old, even on race day, showed a bit, but uh, returned, gelded first up and blitzed them here down in Victoria. I think he can go on with the job. There's a good race at Belmont in Perth on Saturday. It is race eight, the Iron Jack Belmont Sprint. It's a uh, group three over 1,400 metres. Um, and really all the good ones that are up at this time of year in WA are in this, much as they were in the Roma Cup a couple of weeks ago. And BJ Ryan, our man in Perth, uh, has found one at a bit of value, and that's Cup Knight, uh, who won very well at Northern first up and then went to that Roma Cup uh, and was good there, uh, running fifth. Um, Elite Street, who was second in that, uh, is the favourite uh, for this race uh, on the basis of uh, being a good thing beaten in that Roma Cup. But VJ feels that uh, the run of Cup Night wasn't much worse. So that's race eight, number eight, uh, and around about 7 bucks fifty. That's his value bet, and his uh, best comes up earlier on the card. Um Around about the 2.30, Mark, no surprise that it is Peter's Investments, Grant Nalana Williams, Willie Pike. It is race two, number six, Graceful Girl. Earlier in the day, across the Tasman, Joel, they are racing at Ellerslie and Trentham. Indeed, they are at Ellerslie. My best comes up in race eight. It's number 16, Magdala. Uh, this horse ran home very well first up for third. It proved to be a pretty good form race. Next time out, not so flash. It was a small field at New Plymouth, very heavy ground. And they sort of, even though it was a small field, only six in it, they um, sort of spaced out. He was out the back and just think he lost interest because he had handled pretty wet ground in the past. Uh, just on that fresh run, he's well worth another chance third up. You go a bit uh, further back in his form, he's actually been very competitive with Polly Gray. So it's 
got pretty decent form lines to back him up. Magdala, race eight, number 16. My value is in the feature, the two-year-old Futurity Stakes, listed event over 1,400 metres. Race five, number 10, Mustang Valley from the Baker Forsman Yard. Uh, this is a daughter of Vanbra, who won the Spring Champion Stakes at Randwick a few years ago, standing at stud over in New Zealand. And this girl flew home late. She was back wide on the turn. The leader had pinched a four or five length break and she really ate into the margin. It was a, a big debut. Uh, tricky to line up these, all getting to 1,400, or well, most of them getting to 1,400 for the first time, but I think she's got a bit of a future. The other meeting is Trentham. My best comes up in race five. It's number five, Hooter. Lightly raced, it trialled well, and then won well on debut. A little bit disappointing next time out, but that was at Hastings during their Group 1 carnival uh, last spring. Uh, those support races are always very strong, and he didn't quite measure up. This is a much weaker benchmark 65. If he gets a bit of luck from the wide gate, he can win off a good trial. And my best value, race 7, number 13, Chase. Interesting runner. He's finished second at three of his seven starts, three of his past four. Uh, he is a maiden, but he steps up to benchmark 65 grade, but I don't think it's an overly strong race. He gets a bit of weight relief, so just interesting to see what sort of odds he goes up because he's ready to win, but uh, up in class, down in weight, I think he can measure up. All righty, that wraps up the preview section of the podcast and brings us to our best $20 bet of the weekend, Lady Lobbers. Yes, well, a healthy profit last week. Uh, hopefully that will be the start of a positive trend. Uh, all of Brighton for me and Zaki for Daniel. I'm uh, going to go with one that I like in Melbourne again. On the basis of that, I will go with Plackett, who is race... Uh, Plackett is race four, number eight. Um, Joel, you need to get back on the board. What are you doing? Yes, I do. Well, one of my $10 win bets last week was Quiet Michael. I'm going to butter up again. So, Queensland Derby, race seven, number 18. Give us five a win, 15 a place at the good odds. No worries. Daniel? Uh, yeah, we'll stay in Brisbane. La Donda V, I think, will be really hard to catch. Race five, number two, Eagle Farms. All right. Well, that leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. It is uh, online now in shops. First thing Friday morning with all the form for Friday. Friday night, it's the last one. It's a big one as well with uh, all the night racing finals at Cranbourne. Form for all your usual form for Saturday and Sunday as well. Fields for Port Macquarie Monday and uh, all your favourite features and columnists. So have a great weekend, listeners. Back plenty of winners and we'll talk to you next week on the Preview Podcast.